Hello everyone. Today's thoughts are from Acts chapter 15 verses 1 to 12. Paul and Barnabas just came back to Antioch from their first missionary journey. Here's what happened there. But some men came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and the elders about this question. So being sent on their way by the church, they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversion of the Gentiles and brought great joy to all the brothers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they declared all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees rose up and said, It is necessary to circumcise them and to order them to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders were gathered together to consider this matter. And after there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles would, should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us, and he made no distinction between us and them, having cleansed their hearts by faith. Now therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing a yoke on the neck of the disciples that neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, just as they will. And the, all, all the assembly fell silent, and they listened to Barnabas and Paul as they related what signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. The statement that triggered this whole series of events was what the man from Judea said. They said, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. This is a gospel claim, but it's a false gospel, and we can know if a gospel statement is true or false by searching the scriptures and seeing if it ever says, unless you blank, you cannot be saved. So here's what I did. I looked up the verb save in the New Testament and found all the passages that talked about salvation in the gospel accounts and also in the book of Acts, all the way until this chapter. Here's how I would fill in the blank based on what I found. Number one, unless you have faith, you cannot be saved. In Luke chapter 7, verse 50, Jesus said to the woman that he just healed, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. We see the same statement in Matthew 9, 22 and many other equivalent passages 
in Mark and Luke. Number two, unless you endure to the end, you cannot be saved. Jesus said this in Matthew 10, 22. You will be hated by all for my name's sake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. He says that again in chapter 24, verse 13, and in equivalent passages. Number three, unless you lose your life for Jesus' sake, you cannot be saved. Matthew 16, 25, for whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Number four, unless God does it, you, or at least a rich man, cannot be saved. That's found in Matthew chapter 19, verses 23 to 26, and equivalent passages. There we see Jesus saying to the disciples, Truly I say to you, only with difficulty will a rich person enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Number five, unless you believe, you cannot be saved. Jesus says in Mark 16, 16, um, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Number six, unless you enter through the narrow door, you cannot be saved. Luke chapter 13, verse 22 to 24. Jesus went on his way through towns and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. Number seven. Unless God sent his son to die for our sins, you cannot be saved. That's the famous John 3, 16, 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Number eight. Unless you believe the testimony about Jesus Christ, you cannot be saved. John chapter 5, verse 34. Jesus says, Not that the testimony that I receive is from men, but I say these things so that you may be saved. Number 9. Unless you enter by Jesus, who is the door of the sheepfold, you cannot be saved. John chapter 10 Verse 9, Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Number 10, unless you call upon the name of the Lord, you cannot be saved. Acts chapter 2, verse 21, and it shall come to pass 
that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And finally, number 11, unless it is in the name of Jesus, you cannot be saved. Acts chapter 4, verse 12, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. So we see that salvation comes by an enduring and devoted faith, not in circumcision or in any work that we can do, but in God's redeeming work through Jesus Christ. God is the one who takes the initiative to save us. Jesus is the one who accomplishes the work of salvation. And the Spirit is the one who brings and sustains saving faith in us. All of it is God's doing, not our own. So again, this is how I summarize it. Salvation comes by enduring and devoted faith in God's redeeming work through Jesus Christ. And that's what we see in Peter's speech as well in the later part of our uh, story here. Peter describes the event that happened with Cornelius a few chapters earlier. And he says that God chose that the Gentiles would hear the word of the gospel and believe, that's verse 7, and that he would cleanse their hearts by faith, verse 9. But most importantly, he concludes, but we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, just as they will. Verse 11. It is grace that saves, not our own efforts. And the medium through which we receive that, that grace is faith. So let us never turn away to the right or to the left to any other gospel.